Day one, the steps to following Jesus. In this book, I want to share with you a short daily Bible study for the next 101 days. I pray that you'll be blessed by it. Experts say that anything you do, good or bad, for 30 days becomes a habit. So I figured that anything as important as spiritual things like reading, hearing, and studying the Word of God deserved at least three times the effort. Please take the time over the next 101 days to read and think about these truths from God's Word, the Bible, and take your steps to following Jesus. Listen to me. Don't get caught in the trap that I got caught in, which is believing that you're not good enough for God because you will never be good enough for God. God expects us to come to Him just as we are. Right now in this moment, begin your journey. Without God in your life, your life is a temporary and fleeting thing. But with the knowledge of God and the relationship with Him through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we have a spiritual life everlasting forever and ever. Amen? So let's get started. Jesus works from the inside out, not the outside in. How does he do that? Through the word of God, the Bible. Key verse, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 through 17 says, Every scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the person dedicated to God may be capable and equipped for every good work. So what actually happens when you commit to following Jesus? The Apostle Paul said, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. So what are the beginning steps to following Jesus? Well, Number one, you confess and acknowledge your sins and recognize your need for a Savior to connect you to God. Two, you repent, turning toward God and away from your former way of living and your sins. Number three, you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verses 8 through 11, verse 8, but What does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we preach. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and thus has righteousness and with the mouth one confesses and thus has salvation. For the scripture says, Everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. The Apostle Paul teaches in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 21 through 32. He says that if indeed you heard about him and were taught in him, just as the truth is in Jesus, 
you were taught with reference to your former way of life to lay aside the old man who is being corrupted in accordance with deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and to put on the new man who has been created in God's image in righteousness and holiness that comes from truth. Therefore, having laid aside falsehood, each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on the cause of your anger. Do not give the devil an opportunity. The one who steals must steal no longer. Rather, he must labor doing good with his own hands so that he may have something to share with the one who has need. You must let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth, but only what is beneficial for the building up of the one in need, that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. You must put away every kind of bitterness, anger, wrath, quarreling, and evil, slanderous talk. Instead, be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ also forgave you. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to renew your mind and transform your spiritual alignment. The old man or the natural man's alignment is body, mind, spirit. The old man puts the things that please the body first, and these things are often the kind of things that separate us from God. The new man in Christ is spirit, mind, and body. You are now a new man created in the image of God, and you are controlled first by spiritual things. You have the Holy Spirit in you, just as Jesus promised. The Bible says in Ephesians 1, or that's Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 through 14. And when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, when you believed in Christ, you were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, who is the down payment of our inheritance until the redemption of God's own possession to the praise of his glory. The very first Christians, the very first followers of Jesus, when they heard the apostle Peter proclaim the word, responded to the gospel message that they heard by believing by faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. You can read about that in Acts chapter 2, verses 36 through 40. It says, verse 36, Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, 
repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promises to you and to your children and to all who are afar off as many as the Lord our God will call and with many other words he testified and exhorted them saying be saved from this perverse generation these first believers became followers of Jesus when they heard the word proclaimed and they believed by faith they were saved by the grace of God now God's grace is giving us something that we don't deserve that's what grace is grace is when we receive something we don't deserve we receive this gift from God not because of anything that we do we can't work for it we can't be good enough to deserve it and we can't buy it Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 through 9 says it is a free gift from God given to us when we receive Jesus by faith now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things we cannot see that's from Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 some time ago I seen this acronym for the word faith f-a-i-t-h and it's f forsaking a all i i t take and h him faith forsaking all i take him we believe in jesus as our savior and lord now these first followers of jesus confessed him as their lord and savior before men and then they connected themselves to Jesus by being baptized. You see, baptism is a profession of your faith in Jesus. And it is the way that you identify yourself as being a follower of Jesus. You become connected to Jesus and identify yourself as his follower when you publicly make this association by being baptized in a like manner to Jesus' death. As he died, was buried in the earth, and resurrected in a resurrection body. So the followers of Jesus were buried in the water, symbolizing the death and burial of their sin. And then they were raised from the water in the newness of their life in Christ. They took this step to following Jesus as a public declaration of their faith in the death burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The public demonstration of their belief in Jesus confirmed their association with Jesus and marked them as a true follower of Jesus. If we believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, then we should also follow in obedience. As a public confession of our faith in Jesus Christ, we should be baptized in the name of of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. By doing so, we publicly identify ourselves as a true follower of Jesus. Pray that the Holy Spirit will lead, guide, and direct you in everything that you do say and think. Pray that the Holy Spirit will teach you all the things that the Lord would have you to know and do. 
Thank God for sending his Holy Spirit to you and for filling you with this spirit of truth. Thank God for Jesus and all that he has done for us, his salvation and our redemption. He is our rock. Jesus is our king. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21, For to this you were called since... Christ also suffered for you, leaving an example for you to follow in his steps. Now, may God bless you with all the spiritual blessings. I pray that he will cleanse your heart, your mind, your body, and your soul. I pray that he will bind the power of Satan over you here on earth and that he will fill you with his Holy Spirit. I pray that his perfect will for your life will be done and that he will continue to make his presence known to you, that he will provide you with all that you need and provide you with his protection. Lord, make us doers of your word and not hearers only. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Yours in the love of Jesus, Donnie Browning.